American people stand firm in the faith which has inspired this nation from the beginning. We believe that all men have a right to equal justice under law and equal opportunity to share in the common good. We believe that all men have the right to freedom of thought and expression. We believe that all men are created equal because they are created in the image of God. From this faith, we will not be moved. Hello, and welcome to the Freedom of Thought podcast. I'm your host, Pal Dino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Freedom of Thought is available on all your favorite podcasting apps. And also, you'll now notice there's a small little facelift to the logo. It's nothing special, but at least you can see the name of the show on the logo now, the American flag, which is a beautiful logo because it's the most important thing, I think, to most of us here that believe in freedom of thought and expression, as you heard <laughs> the great Harry Truman's day. So at the end of the day, we're going to be talking a bit of politics today as we're heading into the new, as we're heading into the uh, the midterm elections coming up in just a few days. I'll be heading to Golden Valley City Hall to be doing my voting early Tuesday morning or early enough, hopefully, being it's fall cleanup time. This is a this is a fire pit episode again, which I'm enjoying very much. I love doing these. Also, the reason for the facelift on the logo, I mean, it's nice to have the name on it, but the way that was able to come about so so suddenly was the fact that uh, Hipcast, who had been the host of all my podcasts since 2008, is uh, going away. They're ceasing operations. They're moving on. They're tired of doing it, basically, and it was an old, 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 old webpage that had been around since 2003. So major shout out to Jennifer and others. Jennifer was the customer service rep who had been on uh, Facebook and Twitter for so long. Very friendly person and uh, just did a wonderful job and all that. Um, moving to Anchor. So this it will be the first ever episode on Anchor of any kind of any of the podcasts I'm doing. My other podcasts, of course, the sports ones are going to Megaphone, which is a uh, um well, it's joining different sports networks, uh, starting with the Hockey Podcast Network. You'll hear about that on those episodes. We're here to talk more serious stuff at the moment than sports, even though sports are fun. And, of course, we'll have sports back-and-forth interaction on this show as well, kind of referencing to, you know, different <laughs> different issues in sports that may be political-related and all that. But maybe, maybe not this episode, depending on how things go. And I'd like to get to the mailbag as well. Sorry for my babbling and rambling. But just getting you caught up on the situation and also apologize that it's been a bit since the last episode as we're already in November. Um, but obviously, again, major elections going on here in the state of Minnesota. Keith Ellison, apparently, according to Dan Barrero, of all people, is desperate and all that right now, going up against Schultz. So very good sign. They're actually saying Schultz is ahead of Keith Ellison. I never thought that would happen. And Praise the Lord. I hope this continues. And there's been all kinds of interesting conversations that things in, are going to happen in Minnesota. Uh, even a prophecy going way, way, way back into the days of George Washington Carver saying that <laughs> Minneapolis, of all places. See, at the time when George Washington Carver was still alive, like he died in the early 40s, basically, going all the way back into the 1800s, um, you know, born in a slave family. That's how far back we're talking here. Um that a major revival that would turn around the entire country would happen, a spiritual Christian revival would happen in many 
Atlas of all places, you know, where all this craziness is going on and the politics are as far left as you can imagine. Uh, going all the way from the city of Minneapolis to God knows where, all the different suburbs where um, I interacted with <laughs> a little bit with uh, Bob Bierman of Truth to Ponder. We talked about how it is literally cobalt blue politically in this area, you know, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, obviously, St. Paul. I mean, even Ramsey County is actually even more liberal than Minneapolis, which is kind of scary and sad considering that's where the state capital is. So that kind of sucks. Um, but there's things happening. There are things happening that are a bit surprising. And in a lot of ways, it shouldn't be when you consider the economy, the, the inflation, and how the, the Biden administration constantly refuses to acknowledge what's really going on. They say the economy is fantastic, inflation's down, pr gas prices are down, and all that from Trump's time in office. I mean, that's just a flat-out lie. That's like telling me there's no moon in the sky right now that I'm staring at, that that's not Jupiter a little bit to the right of it. No, no, there's, there's, there's no, there's no fire in front of me. That's just, that's just, uh, I don't know, Barack Obama's warm kindness uh, keeping me warm right now, right now. That's, that's just the kindness of Barack Obama. He's just, he's the almighty Obama. And he wasn't born in a manger, contrary to popular opinion, as the arrogant SOB said many years ago, <laughs> after he was elected, unfortunately. And I do believe that election was correct, unfortunately, even though we didn't, didn't agree with voting for him. But unfortunately, the country was turning cobalt blue at the time. Hopefully, we're heading in the complete opposite direction after the last two years of this absolute garbage and pure nonsense that's taken place. Many Democrats are changing their point of view and thinking, like, what in the heck is going on here? We didn't vote for this. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard has completely left the Democrat Party, and that's awesome. Great news. Uh, for the longest time, she was questioning what the heck is going on and why are we trying to start a war with Russia? Why are, I mean, <laughs> it was just one thing, one issue after another that Tulsi Gabbard kept questioning. Why are we shutting down pipelines? It just made no damn sense. Uh, all this radical, woke agenda makes no sense. It's divisive. It's arrogant. It's stupid. It's nonsense. So why why is all this garbage going on? This is not what we voted for. We didn't. I mean, this woke agenda is not American. It's it's not human, basically. It's complete. It, it's pure hatred. It feels demonic, actually, to be quite honest. Um, and other things that have been going on, conversations like people like Yuval, uh, Yuval Noah Harari and other elitists out there talking about how basically the next step of evolution is by synthesizing human beings by merging them with machines. Merging human beings with machines, that's the next step in our evolution, which, again, proves evolution is man-made bullcrap to begin with <laughs> in a lot of ways. It was BS to begin with where, you know, monkeys did not come from goo. And obviously, you know, <laughs> monkeys came from goo and then went to the zoo and became us. You know what I mean? Basically, from the goo to the zoo to you, as Mac Hammond of Living Word would say. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it's it's pure nonsense. Um, first of all, even if it came from goo and all that, obviously, we all come from something. But where did the goo come from? A creator. Where did the monkey come from? A creator. Where did the Big Bang come from? A creator. Where did, you know what I mean? Something had to have created everything. Something, somebody had to create it, have to, had to have created it. Things this complicated don't happen by chance. Being able to create a little fire here, 
a little fire in a fire pit that feels wonderful and smells even better does uh, not have to <laughs> on, on a chilly 40 degree fall night here in Golden Valley, Minnesota. Thankfully, not wet, but nice and clearing out now, which is great. Um, after a, after some tough fall cleanups earlier, uh, had to be created. You know, I'm no genius, but it had to it had to be created. These logs didn't get here by themselves. Somebody had to have cut the logs. Somebody had to split the logs. Somebody else else had to get the fire going. Had to get the kindle going. This and that took multiple starters to get this one going, just because sometimes it just does. Um, but it's been burning wonderfully ever since. So again. Uh, all this all this evolution thing is crazy. Yes, things evolve. The planet has evolved in its own way, this and that, but it's a natural evolution. It's not crazy stuff that's going on. Um, and merging humans with machines, that's, well, it's synthesize. It's synthesizing evolution. That ain't real. People don't just merge with machines. They were, you know, it doesn't just naturally happen. So it makes no sense right there. Uh, a sign I saw, more of the political craziness in this area. Parents over profits. Now, when you talk about parents over profits, put that in perspective for a minute to what's been going on in schools. About, <laughs> so parents over profits. So you're so, oh, the rich guy, the evil rich guy. We're sick of this. This is about parenting with the, you know, the Democrat Party is all about parents. Are they now? Aren't they the same group of people that don't want kids to tell their parents about their choice of, of, of gender when they're like six years old or something? Like maybe a guy has a girly moment or a girl has a guy has a, a masculine moment. Like the girl wants to build cars or something, build little model cars like, like, like a boy might. Or a guy might, I don't know, he loves his friend so much and it's like might feel like that's a gay moment or something when it's really not. It's really not. You're just a little kid. This and that. Um, but oh, don't tell your parents. You're actually gay. You're actually gay. So stuff like that. Don't tell your parents. So make up your mind, people. Parents over prophets. But it seems like it seems like pedophiles over parents also, doesn't it? Or drag queen over parents. Make up your mind, Democrats. Make up your mind, cobalt blue left. <laughs> it's a bunch of bull crap. So just things like that. You bring that up. And the more insanity you see with all that are why the Tulsi Gabbards are moving over to the uh, to the right, why Elon Musk has moved over to the right, uh, at least significantly from where he was. He's not 100% to be trusted. He's been a bit involved with this machines nonsense. It's creepy. It's weird. I don't trust him 100%. And I do think he manipulated a lot, a lot of things going on with that crypto and Doge Elon or Doge, Dogecoin nonsense. It started with Bitcoin and moved over to Dogecoin. I think he did manipulate the market a bit with that, but somehow that's why a lot of these guys are super rich, is they're able to manipulate markets a little bit and take advantage of people jumping to something and jumping out with the profit and saying, oh, well, bye, ha have fun. You know, some of you made money and congratulations, some of you didn't. <laughs> so obviously, you know, at the end of the day, I think Elon Musk is more of a businessman than anything else, but hopefully... At the end of the day, his heart is in the right place. That's between him and God at the end of the day. I'm hopeful with him. And, of course, this whole thing, joining Twitter and asking celebrities to pay $8 for their little, for their precious blue checkmark is not asking Kevin Garnett or somebody like that a, a whole lot. A Kevin Garnett, a Kevin Durant, a Oprah Winfrey or whatever that are billionaires or 100 millionaires or whatever. I think they can afford 8 bucks a month. I can afford 8 bucks a month. But I'm, I'm not looking for a blue check mark because at this point, I don't think I need one. 
It's okay. I don't think I'm popular enough anyway to even be considered for a blue check mark. It was funny how Twitter actually denied Ellen Page that, but, you know, who was a Hall of Fame defensive tackle or, def- yeah, defensive uh, tackle for the Minnesota Vikings and was probably the best of the purple people eaters. It's just kind of funny and how they contradict themselves, all these crazy people at Twitter and Twitter fans and on Twitter and all that. It's funny <laughs> how things are run and have been run in the past, but we'll see how that goes. I'm going to try to dig into the mailbox a bit. I know I heard from Mark Carlson out of Iowa. I may have heard it from Gerald String as well. Unfortunately, the page and the Twitter have not been growing a whole lot. But the numbers for the show have been growing, and that's extremely encouraging, and I'm very happy. Uh, Unfortunately, moving to Anchor has not helped, but maybe it will in the long run. It's just, it is what it is. It has to happen. I had to move. Uh, The other one's going down, and I was strongly considering moving to Anchor a long time ago as well. So it just kind of is what it is, you know. Let's go to the inbox. Mark Carlson... Where do you go? Okay, cool. There's a couple of comments here. Just want to make doggone sure this isn't old and I already read it. Come on. Show the date. I don't remember if I read that one. Doggone. Let's see. I can try to dig around in here if I humanly possible here. And I do apologize. Maybe I'll just get to the comments first. Ah. Uh, I apologize. Again, facebook.com forward slash freedom of thought 1776. That one actually does show everything. Yep. Okay. So the most recent episode on the Facebook page does have a comment. There it is. Okay. So we'll start from here. I, I thought I liked it. Okay. Gerald String did. Gerald out of Nebraska. Again, great friend. Both of these guys I actually met from the Purple Mafia podcast. That's joining the Pigskin Podcast Network. Again, it's all joined together originating from the Hockey Podcast Network uh, in Canada. So, yep, I better be careful with my political conversation on those shows, but that's why this show exists. So I think we can really talk politics here and keep it off the sports shows <laughs> for the most part, of course. I, I throw little hints every now and then, I'm sure. Mark out of Iowa, Mark Carlson, a veteran of the first Iraq War in the early 90s, um, and an unbelievably amazing guy, says... Okay, what was I talking about? Okay, yeah, he's responding to what I said on that show, the, you know, the insane hatred of the left. Mark says, like you said, we have to call out these that are wrong. We will be labeled and canceled and 10 other things, but we can not ignore what is going on any longer. Somehow I feel being a patriot and a lover of my nation, and it makes me a hater. Yeah, somehow, yeah, that you feel that it makes you a hater. And it's very evident in this episode that I am not the only one. Thank you, Joey, for discussing the hard issue of speaking the truth with people in the media. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Um, Yeah, we need to call out these people. The Henry Lakes, the Pat Kesslers, the Dan Barreros, the Julius Collins, who thinks he's the greatest thing ever. Uh, Obviously, Henry Lake thinks he's the best thing since sliced bread. Complete jackass. Uh, Impossible to like. I'm standing up here looking around for my... Need to move this around a little bit. Nope. Okay. But no, it's... <laughs> they're complete jackasses that just any little time they feel they need to spout out, spouse out their, spew out their BS, they're going to do it on anything. And they're, they're filled with hatred. They hate this country. They hate conservatives. I don't think they like Christians a whole lot. Sure doesn't seem like it. And 
not only that, they demonize people. They demonize Donald Trump at any turn they can. I mean, Donald Trump sneezes. He's the biggest, you know, evil person of all time, in their opinion. Elon Musk buys Twitter. He should, you know, he should go somewhere or, or jump in this fire pit or something. I mean, it's too much. It, it, it needs to stop. And people need to say, hey, that's enough. We're tired of this crap. Stop spewing this hatred. Stop telling everybody that they're a racist. Stop jumping on people that you disagree with just because you disagree with them <laughs> and just because you disagree with them doesn't mean they're wrong it doesn't mean they have <laughs> doesn't mean they have any vitriol towards you like i don't i don't hate henry lake but he sure he sure hates me and what have i done you know i mean what what more is there to do he didn't even allow me to respond all i said was i think it's biden actually i think biden's more of a threat than trump and he blew up he went nuts so it just tells you. I mean, the argument was won before I even, you know, I, before I even pressed the button, he'd already lost the argument because he went absolutely nuts. He made a fool of himself. Continuing, the post has no text. So what the heck was I talking about? Okay, it was an image, and I'd sure like to view it. God, sometimes I hate Facebook. It's so irritating. Just let me read, see what the heck is going on here. It was some image I'd post. Oh, okay, the drought. That was a massive drought. That's all I need to see. Yeah, a massive historic drought's been going on, particularly in the southwest, but it's all over the country. Um, until a couple of days ago, we got some rain, which is good, but I don't know. It was really, really annoying for the fall cleanups, though. Just in time for the fall cleanups, it gets wet. Um, but yeah, we're talking like 1,200-year, like, you know, the biggest drought in 1,200 years in other parts of the world. It's... There's some really interesting historic stuff going on, and it is not global warming related at all. It is <laughs> droughts happen, and plus, was it global warming 1,200 years ago? That's the other conversation. They'll jump on that and say, "See, see, that's global warming or climate change or whatever." Then what was happening 1,200 years ago, buddy? Sorry, you you still lost the argument. It would have to be by far an all-time record to prove any type of you know climate change and <laughs> all of that. Plus, if the same, you know, when 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 the Earth was getting warmer a bit in the late '90s, and it started cooling, and it of course started cooling in the early 2000s and beyond, it's definitely been on a cooling trend for quite a while. Um, when obviously the polar ice caps on the on the world, you know, the Earth, whatever, shrunk a bit, they shrunk on Mars as well. So again, I don't think we're affecting Mars's uh, atmosphere or anything like that. Now that I've babbled enough, I apologize. Mark Carlson, responding to the whole drought thing, says, I'm sure it's because we are using gas-powered trimmers and all other small engines. Not. Yep, I agree. <laughs> it's so funny. I mean, and yeah, I mean, exactly. Because, you know, we'd be affecting Mars too, right? See, that's the whole funny part about all that. Oh, it's so funny. So that's the question. Why can't I see the darn post? Just let me view the post. That'd be wonderful. I hate this thing. Post overview. How my post appears. It's not appearing. That's the problem. Hopefully it'll let me go back. Maybe I can get into it here. Yeah, I can do it. Slowly but surely. Again, I apologize for being... It's not letting me do it. It's really weird. Okay, FDA, yeah, this is how I do it. I pretend I'm sharing it, basically. The FDA misled the public about ivermectin and should be accountable in court, argues. Yep. 
by the F, yep, the FDA. No, no, not the FDA, but argues uh, scientists and such. So, sorry for banging on the screen here. This thing is driving me nuts. Um, yeah, it's unbelievable to think that they literally misled. And, and this is on Yahoo. This is on Yahoo. That's absolutely crazy that the FDA misled the public about ivermectin. And now it's approved and you can, you can use it and everything. How it was a pretty quick fix when it came to corona. It killed the virus pretty quickly or whatever the heck the sickness is. Um, it was a very quick fix. Uh, it's unbelievable to imagine that that uh, was covered up as long as it was and shows further and further more that people like Dr. Fauci and such are not in the best interest of the public and people. They are looking for, as Bob Bierman of Truth to Ponder would say, they want <laughs> they want customers, not cures. Exactly. They, and even my own doctor, I won't say his name to protect him, but, well, maybe I shouldn't because when you consider what he's been doing for a long time, prescription, 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 prescription. It's like all they care about is freaking prescriptions. So, and I've wanted to change doctors for a while because of that reason, but he's such a nice guy, it's hard to do uh, and all that, but maybe that's my own stupidity there. Uh, luckily, I've been able to say no, and he hasn't gone absolutely ballistic on me, so, but... It's pretty crazy to imagine. Mark Carlson says, I hope this does end up in a big lawsuit. This is what happens when politics corrupt public agencies. Exactly. Yep. They just, all they care about is anti-Trump and, you know, whatever the Democrats say is, is right and whatever any conservative or con Christian might say is wrong. Yep. The Guardian. Yeah, this was Tulsi Gabbard. I don't think there was a comment on this one, unfortunately. But yeah, Tulsi Gabbard uh, was just, you know, completely blown away by what was going on with the Democrat Party, and she'd had enough. This one, yeah. I want to read a little bit of what she said. If this thing will let me. There we go. Okay. How did she... It's not, even... it's not showing it. Hmm. I wanted to get the quotes. I'm sorry. Okay, I can no longer remain in today's Democrat Party, Democratic Party that is under the complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers who are driven by cowardly wokeness who divide us by randomizing, or no, ra uh, racializing every issue and stoking anti-white racism. Yeah, I mean, it's, they're too divisive, bottom line. She's had enough. And, of course, again, picking a fight with Russia every single time there's a Democrat in office, they've been picking a fight with Russia. Bill Clinton was just was pretty much picking fights with Russia. He almost started a, a huge war many, many, many years ago in the whole Kosovo situation, way, way back in 2000, nearing the end of his regime. Um, Obama, it was like every little, every now and then, it was one thing after another. There was always, always some kind of, uh, like, uh, saber-rattling with Russia. Uh, with uh, Obama and Putin. With Trump, things settled down quite a bit. But, of course, again, even Putin didn't like Trump that much, but he didn't cause as much trouble. And then here comes Biden, and it's like a bluey. Um, you know, Russia finally officially invades. I'm not saying this, that it's a good thing. Finally invades <laughs> Ukraine, and then they've been, they've been, this has been going on ever since, obviously, almost almost a year now since last February. Uh, absolutely crazy considering that. So they're definitely warmongers, and talk is that people have been go, uh, going and getting involved with this for quite a while, um, or that the United States has actually secretly been involved with this for quite a while, like actually at 
war with Russia this whole time. Mark Carlson says, even she can't take the stupidity anymore. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And Mark was laughing at what she was saying and not laughing at her, but with her. Like, what the hell's going on here? Next, again, Todd Bowles was uh, saying, yeah, I, I loved it. The Tampa Bay Bucks coach, unfortunately, things have not been going well. Apparently something went wrong there. I apologize. So I had to split things up here. Um, but yeah, I was saying things have not been going well for the Bucks coach. I accidentally opened the YouTube and I guess that shut off the recorder. Luckily, I didn't lose too much information. But yeah, things hadn't been going too well for the Bucks, I was saying. And yeah, he basically said, yeah, stop making everything about race, basically, to all these people that constantly want to, oh, you know, worry about, oh, you know, is it bad that there's not enough black coaches or this or that? And he's like, just stop, just stop, okay? You know, it's, it's not important, you know, basically is what he said. Just check that out on YouTube. Oh, well, I'll re-say what I had said because this never got recorded. Sorry, there's a plane going overhead. Um, <laughs> Mark Levine, of, he's the Director of Program and Global Middle East Studies at UC Irvine, which is really scary that he's even involved in the university. He writes, uh, it's an opinion, Al Jazeera. Abolishing whiteness has never been more urgent. That's absolutely crazy. You're coming off like a Nazi there, just like Hitler wanted to abolish the Jews, right? Or anybody else that he didn't like. Um, that's absolutely crazy and insane. Mark was saying, Joey, I messaged the show a while ago. I believe since some changes happened at Facebook, I can no longer post articles of my own. You're just comment and post from the host. Nice rhyme there. I'm sure you didn't mean that, though. Go ahead, abolish it. No one cares because after this country falls in ruin, because of your leadership, everyone will be too busy to notice. And that's very true. And sometimes I wonder if things have been going on as well. It does feel like I've been getting shadow banned a little bit as well. And I'm really sorry that's happening, Mark. And I think that's nonsense. But uh, it's funny how when Elon Musk took over Twitter just recently, for the first time ever, <laughs> you know, Joe Biden had fact checkers going after him for his BS comments about how basically gas prices are are lower than before, how basically, like, actually, that's not true. So interesting, interesting. How it's like now, how do you guys like it, you assholes? So it's stuff like that just drives you nuts, how they harass you every single time you don't agree with the vaccine or whatever. You know, that, oh, that's, that's you know, you're, you're killing people. That's evil. You can't do that, you know. It's just a bunch of crap. And then um, now Biden's being, like, fact-checked. So, na-na-na-boo-boo back at you. How does it feel now? Seriously. And, well, I mean, gas prices are not cheaper now than they were when Trump was in office. I'm sorry. They just weren't. So, apologize for the hiccup there. Apparently, it's because I had accidentally bumped it when it went to straight to the YouTube video of Todd Bowles. And that shut off the recorder. So... Luckily, that was only about two minutes and not like 20. That would have sucked. <laughs> I'd have been talking to myself the whole time, and that would have sucked. Uh, sorry, I've been moving the fire around. That's why you're hearing noise. Let's hear from uh, Gerald String out of Nebraska, as he called in. Hey, Joey. Just thought I'd do a quick call in for freedom of thought. Um, I think I've told you in the past that I actually enjoy that one more than the Purple Mafia. I don't comment too much on Facebook and Twitter. I'm really trying to avoid politics altogether. It just creates issues for me. So uh, I just try to avoid, I've been really uh, trying to avoid that. Um, you know, I had, I've had people tell me, I can't believe you voted for Trump. And they call him a bad name. And I'm going like, well, you know, maybe he is that. You know, I don't know him. You don't know him. 
but I can only just tell you that uh, policies match up with things that I value, and um, that's why I voted for him. And I'd tell my kids or anybody that would listen to me, um, it's really nobody else's business who you vote for personally, but I just think you should just take a notepad and sit down and jot down those top 10 values that you have, things in life that you really value. So if you support abortion, write that down. If you don't write that down, just go down the list. And then I think you just match up policies. That's how you vote. Uh, I also believe if you lose, you should act like a growing up. If you win, uh, you should act like a growing up. And uh, some of us aren't going to like this, but um, the Bible says that we're supposed to pray for those that are in authority. It uh, doesn't say whether you like them or not. I'm not saying that. I'm saying the Bible says that, that we're supposed to pray for those in authority. So some of us like Biden, some of us don't. Some of us hated Trump. Some of us love Trump. Uh, it didn't say whether you like him or not. It just says we're supposed to do it. Um, and also the Lord's Prayer says we should forgive those as we want to be forgiven. So I don't want to get too religious on you here, but uh, I, I really believe that is the source that is the root of the major root of all of our problems in, in, in the United States right now is we got a forgiveness problem. Nobody wants to forgive anybody for anything. And it's easier to hate somebody you don't like than it is to try to try to just see, try to understand somebody else's point of view. Um, but uh, we just have a, have a problem with that. And I don't know if I ever really see that getting better, but uh Anyway, Joey, hey, I do appreciate the shows, though. I listen every time. Uh, Hope all is well, and hope things are going good for you. Talk to you later. Thank you so much, Gerald. That was awesome. Gerald out of Nebraska. Wasn't that great? Isn't he a great guy? Um, Yeah, I mean, obviously, yep, America does have a forgiveness problem. No doubt about it. That was good. I'll start with. I'll start at the beginning where you were saying how. Yeah, I mean, you don't like to talk a whole lot of politics with people because. Yeah, I mean, it does generate way too much um, backlash and such. Like at work, I just keep my mouth shut unless quietly, you know, quietly, very quietly, somebody might say, "You know what, Joey Biden sucks," <laughs> and Jacob at work, who votes Democrat basically every single time, Jacob uh, from Kenya, Jacob Ombasa from Kenya. Uh, said, basically told me, Biden sucks. And I was like, really? Really? I was like, yes! <laughs> and this was a quiet, quiet thing. You know, and he's like showing me the stock market and everything. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yes, he's he's kind of woken up. Not woke, but he's been, uh, yeah, he, he's, well, maybe he does have a woke side. He's awakened a bit to some of that. So occasionally I'll get in a conversation if it's brought to me in a positive way. If people try to go on, when people tried to go on and on about Trump, I just, so yes, I voted for Trump because I uh, agree with uh, the values and such. And I think it's, I think we should be America first and all that. I think letting China walk all over us is, is really dumb. And I think closing down the pipelines because you believe in some kind of climate change nonsense and literally gutting the economy is freaking stupid. It, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, it's and it's evil. It does feel like it's all intentional, like gutting the country uh, for a much bigger purchase called uh, pur- purpose called the New World Order, um, which obviously leads into you know 
revelation and all that. And yep, I, I get religious uh, as well at times, or well, Christian, I, I end up into faith and all that. So yep, that's totally fine. And a forgiveness problem, yeah. Um, people should forgive and be more, you know, be more fair and kind to each other. And yes, praying for your enemies or people you disagree with and such. I've improved at that lately, and I think it's really helped me at work in a lot of ways, praying about how, again, and telling the devil to take uh, his hands off of this place, like spirit of spirit of division, get out of here. You have to kind of take command of the situation. God gave us that authority uh, as Christians that, uh, you know, yeah, spirit of division, come out of here right now, and I do think it helped very much uh, when you take command of a situation rather than just saying, oh, I wish everything was better and all that. And of course, again, praying for like the Joe Biden and such. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Yep. I mean, I, I need to be better about that. That, uh, yeah, pray for your enemies or, you know, people you disagree with and such. And maybe just, you know, and, uh, maybe just maybe they'll repent. Uh, they'll repent someday. You just never know. Um, a long time ago, well, not a long time ago, but months ago, I had this this feeling come over me that somebody very, very important, very high up uh, the, uh, on, the, on the side of the enemy, very much the enemy, like a Fauci, like a Bill Gates, like an Obama, like a Biden, like a Pelosi, like a, a Kamala Harris, or somebody much somebody else also who's very very high up in all this is going to suddenly suddenly get saved they're, they're going to become like a born again christian and completely go the other direction i just had that i just had this strange feeling and and it would be a big deal like it would make a huge difference it would make a huge difference and it would unite the country a lot more obviously you know and like the side of the enemy would just go ballistic and everything but it would unite a lot more people in this country than you could ever imagine. That's something like that. I, I hope and pray that that will happen someday. We shall see in the not-too-distant future. I think I'm going to wrap up the show with that thought. Might as well. So it was kind of like three segments, kind of, sort of. The first big segment that just kind of went on for a while. And then, oops, oh, oh I'm, I'm here. Something, something went wrong. Sorry about that. And then, uh, of course, responding to Gerald String's awesome, awesome, awesome call. With that said... Wishing all of you a wonderful, wonderful uh, month of November. Uh, <laughs> hope you had a good Halloween if you celebrated. I'm more of a Hallelujah Night guy, but then again, <laughs> no. I mean, I I like the festive side of it, not the ghosts and the de the the demons and the and the skeletons and stuff. That's not always a good thing. It's really not, and it is extremely sad. I'm, oh yeah, I was going to get into this topic as well. I'll do it very briefly. Um, how people celebrate Halloween more than they celebrate Christmas, and like. They, they try to ignore Christmas and hide it. And then you also have at work, dare I say, I'm almost afraid to say this, but it's like the a major holiday for uh, India is called Diwali. They're going crazy about Diwali at Boston uh, at a certain place. <laughs> I don't know why I'm even saying it, but at a certain place of, of work and other businesses as well. And... When Christmas comes around, it's just the holidays. It's it's the holidays. But Diwali, Diwali, yeah, we can say Diwali, but the holidays. Like one guy said, oh, so is that for Christmas? And they said, yeah, you know, that might be for the holidays. And it's, I was like a manager, and I was just like, what the heck? 
So I was a bit stunned by that. Um, it's so weird. They refuse to say Christmas. Like, are they going to get fired or something? Or is that just the way they see the world? I don't know. So I was saddened and disappointed by that in a big way. It just doesn't seem fair, does it? Really doesn't. With that, I apologize for going out on that note. Let's go back on again, thinking about, let's think about the possibility and pray for the possibility that maybe one or two of these people that we see often on the TV screen that we really, 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 really dislike, that that flaunt abortion, that flaunt uh, all this, you know, drag queen nonsense, suddenly becoming a born-again Christian and changing and repenting, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, people start really noticing something, and there is a revival after all. Maybe it's somebody local that we really, really don't like. I'll leave it at that. Hopefully, and pray to God for a, a red wave on Tuesday that is a just and honest red wave, not the Mitch McConnell red wave, where they have an R next to their name and all they really care about is money and power. Let's pray to God for real, true conservatives that love this country and will stand for the people that voted for them and for the and, and, and help those that didn't vote for them as well. With that said, God bless America, and we'll talk to you next time.